This is a LifeGate Church podcast. Tune in to hear from our team as we encourage you to discover the freedom and purpose that Jesus offers. If you want to find out more about who we are, visit lifegate.org.au. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Vision Sunday. You know that the uh, circumstances of our lives affect who we are today. The situations around us, the people who have influenced us, the positive experiences, the difficult experiences, all form us to who we are today. I brought a uh, potter's wheel this morning to demonstrate this. Here we have a lump of clay that's going to attempt to be <laughs> formed into a, into a beautiful vase. As I do this, I'm, I'm doing this to illustrate to you how the influences of life and how the effects of others influence who we are today. As I look back over my own life, I think about um, my mum who was a great encourager. And due to her encouragement, I grew up with a really positive self-esteem. Also, my mum was also a people pleaser, and still is in many ways, if you know my mum. And, and I think I grabbed that, and I implemented that in, in my life. Now, there's some nice parts to that, but there's other parts that aren't healthy because they, they can, it, can, it can wear you out. Because rather than trying to please God, you're trying to please others. I think about my dad, who was another big influence on my life. Dad, when I was young, celebrated the Bulldogs. And so I grew up as a, as a, as a Bulldogs fan. Yeah? Bulldogs fans? <laughs> my dad also had um, um, some lawn, a, lawn, a lawn mowing business that he did on Saturdays and I ended up taking that on as well and had a little lawn mowing business. My, my uh, dad also had a cleaning business for a, for a season and it also took that on and that, and that also influenced me to be who I am today. Dad's uh, passionate about real estate and I'm also passionate about real estate and dad had big effects on my life. But then as I look back, I reckon that my dad also was uh, distant. Dad, dad, dad worked from early in the morning to late at night. And so I saw my dad on weekends and I felt love, but dad never gave me the approval that mum gave me. Not that he didn't mean it from his heart, but I don't think he said it as much as mum. So what I got from that was this idea that I need the approval and acceptance of father figures in my life. And that's something that I've been journeying with for, for, for many years. And so although this clay, clay pot is supposed to be lovely and beautiful, the reality is with our lives, we have all these influences. And we somewhat look like a pot, and maybe you can say that, this somewhat looks like a pot, maybe it doesn't, but we aren't what our God wanted for, God, God wants for us. We are marred. There is a glimpse of being made in the image of God, but it's not as he intended. I think about the other influences on my life. I think about being 16 years of age, and I shared this story with the church before. 
of when I was with a group of friends and I was at a park playing football at a party and we climbed up on a toilet block and, and I was up there stuck and all my so-called friends spat at me. And that was a really humiliating experience, really upsetting experience for me. And I remember running home and going in the shower and mum looked after me on that day. And, and from that incident came the thoughts within me to think to myself, I don't need friends. Um, people aren't trustworthy. People, I'm on my own. And in reflection, even over the last six months, I've seen how that's led me to think that I, I desire support from people, which isn't ideal either. There's a healthy support and there's an unhealthy support. And even yesterday, I felt unsupported by my wife who did nothing wrong, but I, I was desiring something that, that was just my stuff and not her stuff. I think back to when I was 17 and I fell in love with my first girlfriend. And as I was preparing this message, I was reflecting, and this is some 20 years ago, right? Longer. How old am I? 43. 25 years ago. And I fell in love with this girl deep at the age of 17. And, and it turns out that on the, on the night before she broke up with me, she kissed some other bloke. And then she broke up with me and I was just, I was just ripped, ripped apart. And it's 17-year-old love, like, you have a laugh about it now. But at the time, it was really painful, yeah? And then I think, in reflection, I then took the pain of that relationship and then I put it on the next girlfriend and the next girlfriend I had. So rather than going into relationships for what I can give, I went in for what I could get. And the pain of that first bust-up I took, and I think I treated girls poorly because I was in pain. Again, another story where the influence and the situations and the circumstances of life affect who we are today. And instead of this being a beautiful pot that is designed, that is formed by God, we, we form our own lives and influences and we look something like this. I think about death when I've lost loved ones, loved ones who have took the life of another person, loved ones who have committed suicide and death in family, and, and that has a big effect on us. And then I think about my own choices, and I think about some of the good ones, and I think about some of the really poor ones, and how the poor choices, I beat myself up, and I look back and go, man, that was dumb. <laughs> and then I react to that choice, and I choose not to do that again, and I go too far the other way because of the choices that I've made. And the reality is that our lives look somewhat like God designed for us. There is smidgens of being made in the image of God. But the reality is because of the situation, the circumstances, our own choices, our vases, our lives aren't looking the way that God designed for us. Unless, until... We invite Jesus to come. But God, amen, Nikki Freeman. We invite Jesus to come into our lives. Welcome, Jesus. Oops. And we invite Jesus into those moments. Or someone invites him in for us. Maybe someone prays for us and they say, God, move in this person's life. And then we have some limited influence what God does. 
but we fully realise what Christ has done for us when we accept him as the Lord and the Saviour of our lives. And that is the first step in being forgiven. That is the first step in being in relationship with God. But then it doesn't stop there. See, God wants to continue to move in us. God wants to continue to form us, to change us more and more into, his, into the likeness of his son Jesus. And so we go on this journey of life where we invite God into the brokenness, into the pain, into the hurt, and we say, God, please heal me. Please bring, please bring freedom into my life. In uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 18, Matthew, can you whack that on the slide for me, please, mate? Luke chapter 4, Jesus declares his mission when he says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. In this text, we see clearly Jesus' mission that he came to set people free, people who are in prison around their sin. Those who are spiritually blind, those who are physically blind, he came to set people physically free. Those who are oppressed, those who are being squashed, he came to set them free. And in this verse, we see Jesus' purpose, that he came to set the captives free. And then um, a few years ago, when I was asking God, what he wanted for our church, he gave us this scripture. And from this, we are pulled it apart, we try to summarize it, and we came to this, uh, this, this vision statement for LifeGate Church, which is to see people live in the freedom and the purpose that, that Jesus offers. We grab Luke chapter 4 and we let's summarize it, and we say, we want to see people live in the freedom and the purpose that our Jesus has for their lives. Now, when you accept Christ, are you perfect? Well, in one sense, Yes. You are perfect from God the Father's eyes that he sees you washed in the blood of Jesus. He sees you holy and blameless and accepted and forgiven. In one sense, you are perfect, but in another sense, man, we got our stuff, don't we? And God, wow. (laughs) And God forms us and moves us and changes us and heals us and renews us. And we look more and more like the people God wants us to be. Now, is it perfect? No, it's not perfect because we're not going to reach that perfection until we, we are, until we hit eternity. But we're in this journey of becoming more and more like him, being transformed into his likeness to live the life that he wants us to live. So as LifeGate Church, our vision statement, what we're about, where we're headed, what is our desire, is to see people live in the freedom and purpose that Jesus offers. Our values, we have two main values of the church that, that underpin our vision. If, we, if people are going to live in freedom and they're going to fulfill their purpose, the first thing they need to do is get real. Let's get real about where we're at. Get real to say, I am a broken vessel. God, I, I, I am hurting. God, I need your forgiveness. I need your healing. And then once we get real about it, with any, and then we take action to pursue God, to get prayer, to put the things in place in order to see the freedom and the purpose that Jesus has for our lives. That is our mission there, our values, and that's where we're headed as a church community. And friends, this is, a, this is a journey for us. And my hope is that, you, is that you continue to go on this journey for us, with us. Because we never arrive until that day when Christ returns and, and, and appears and he takes us to be with him forever. But right now, God wants us to continue to go on this journey of freedom and to continue to go on this journey of fulfilling our purpose. God is not finished with you yet. 
He still wants you to get greater freedom. He still wants purpose in your life. I've been reading um, Deuteronomy in my quiet times, and I'm so blessed by this book. I am so blessed by the book of Deuteronomy. So much so we're going to do it in our life groups. And this week in your life groups, we're going to be working through chapter 1 of Deuteronomy, and we're going to work through parts of that book. It's just incredible. Deuteronomy is set 40 years after God's people have left Egypt. They have wandered in the desert, and that generation, everyone over the age of 20 who disobeyed God when the spies were sent out and God said, go into the land, but they chose not to go. That generation had died out and there's, and there's this new generation from those under 20 and everyone's been born during that 40 years and they're about to enter the land. And Moses speaks from the book of Deuteronomy, which means second law, and he reminds them of what God has done. They're about to go into the promised land, and with that comes a land flowing with milk and honey. It's a beautiful place. It's an incredible place, a place to be celebrated, but, but they need to go into battle. And there are hard times ahead of them. There is difficulty ahead of them. And so Moses says, I want to remind you of God's goodness. He goes back to 600 years, and he says, God promised this land to Abraham. He promised it to Isaac. He promised it to Jacob. When you're... When, when you're parents and grandparents were in Egypt, God moved his mighty hand and through the plagues he brought his people out of Egypt. He brought them to Mount Sinai and he gave them the law and he reteaches them the law. He talks about how God fed them when they were out in the desert, that their clothes didn't wear out. He spoke about the pillar of fire that guided them by night and the cloud by day and that God had provided for them. When they went into battle, when they were wandering the desert, that that God worked with them, that God fought for them. And because of all that God has done, you can be confident in going into the promised land. Here's the thought. Sometimes we need to look back before we go forward. You know, sometimes in in our lives, I reckon there's stuff that we want to get freedom from. Or there's stuff around our purpose that we have not yet walked in. And we look at it and we go, that's maybe future or God. I've prayed for that in the past and I have not yet seen the fulfillment of that. Or there's disappointment, something that you went after and you didn't get there. It was something that God placed on your heart and you didn't see the fulfillment of that. Or maybe you're thinking to yourself, actually, I've served God long enough. I'm going to leave it for somebody else. If you're thinking that way, I want to say no. Because God is not finished with you yet. God wants you to continue to walk in freedom. He wants greater freedom. He wants you more like Christ. He wants you to continue to fulfill your purpose. Live the life Jesus wants you to do. And he's not finished with you yet. And sometimes we need to look back to the past and see what God has done through the scriptures, what God has done in our own lives to give us faith for what is to come in our own life, in our future. We need to look back into the past to get faith that God may do it again for us today and in the days ahead. As you look back over your life, if you've been a Christian for some time, you will see the move of God and the hand of God in provision. You will see the hand of God in healing. You will see the hand of God in releasing you and setting you free. You will see the hand of God how he's put something in your heart and you've gone after it and you received it. You will see it in your life. If God did it in your past, he can do it again. For those who are newer to faith, You can hear the stories of those who are more mature. You can open the scriptures and see all that Jesus has done. For Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same Jesus now ruling at the right hand of the Father, still seeking to do his will, which is to set the oppressed free. 
to release those who are captives, to set free those who are blind with physical ailments, with spiritual ailments. He is the same Jesus and he wants to continue to set people free. And so my challenge today for you, and we're going to stop and we're going to pray, is to invite God into your life and say, God, I want greater freedom. God, I want to fulfill your purpose. God, do your work in my life. Thanks for joining us on the LifeGate Church Podcast. Our church is a place to discover the freedom and purpose that Jesus offers.